This is the Forge Audio Network, your official source for all things Forge FC. Here's your host, Anthony Urgioli. All right, joining us from Qatar is James Hutton. If you noticed, uh, Qatar is looking a little more orange and gray. James has a lot to do with that. Um, Hamilton boy, just uh, having fun out at the World Cup in Qatar. James, how you doing? Uh, I'm very well, Anthony. It's uh, good to be on. It's about 6 p.m. our time here, so good morning to you. Yes, you know... I, I got to say that the, the idea of a trip to Qatar seems kind of daunting. It seems like a, a different world because all we're getting is kind of, you know, the, 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 the images, the visuals, the stories from Qatar. Give us your experience so far uh, out there as part of the World Cup festivities. It's immense. I arrived uh, two or three days ago, got set up in my uh, apartment and what it seems to feel like is it's the world's largest party. Uh, there's been fireworks shows and drone performances to kick off the games. I was at the uh, opening game in, in Wales, uh, USA yesterday, and everything has just been touched by World Cup branding. It feels like I'm, I'm just in a city that's just been dedicated to this tournament. And it's been very, very cool to, I think, be welcomed in and, and celebrate football with so many other people from around the world. Now, I've seen some of the images, you and your, your Forge gear. What's the reception been like? Are there fellow Canadian soccer fans around you? Yeah, yeah. So I'm staying in a, a block with uh, about 40 other Canadians. Uh, so it's been really good for us to hang out and wear our colors together and, and travel together. So that's been really, really nice. Um, but on top of that, we are meeting people from who have traveled separately who aren't in our group. Um, and it's always great to have that camaraderie when we see them around the fan festivals and we're exchanging high fives and we're talking about if Davies is going to play and, and the rest of it. So it's been very, very cool. Um, in fact, for the opening game, we ran into some uh, uh, Ecuadorian fans from uh, Calgary. And so sure enough, they knew oh. all about uh, the Cavalry Forge rivalry. It's amazing. It, it it is incredible how small the soccer world is. That you, you're you're in Qatar and it, it's almost like you're almost it's like you're at, you're at home at certain points of your trip. Yeah, and I'm off to the uh, Canada House uh, event tonight, so it'll be a big big gathering of what I assume is most of the Canadian fans in Qatar. We're going to meet at uh, the Hilton by the Pearl, which is a, a bit of a ritzy area of town. So very excited to see how. That goes, and actually, I'm going to be able to have my first drink of beer uh, at the event as well. All right. What has that situation been like? What are the rules? I know they've, they've changed quite a bit over the last week or so. Yeah, it seems to have um, it shifted from having beers outside stadiums to not having uh, beer in that environment at all. Uh, so they are currently only sold, I believe, after 4 p.m. at one specific FIFA fan zone. So you imagine all of the... Uh, footage you see from the big screen TVs out in a pavilion, that's where uh, you can get beer. I believe you can also get in some hotels as well, but we haven't uh, branched out that far. What is the, what is the beer selection like? Did they kind of westernize the, the beer selection for, for the uh, travelers? Budweiser owns all. Um, they oh, pay, right, right, right. They pay their money. Yes. In fact, uh, it was... It was surprising to me when I went to the first game, I went to go buy a, a scarf and I'm in the minority of the world that doesn't have a visa credit card. 
So I actually wasn't able to pay because you can only pay with Visa in the stadium um, and at the main uh, retail markets. So off I went to go find a debit machine and pay in cash. But it is, you know, the sponsorships, I think, are, are very happy with yes. what they're getting. And what, I mean, what happens after a result? Is the whole, like, for example, when Saudi Arabia, you know, beats Argentina, is there, do you feel, is it almost like you're in a mini, like, soccer world onto itself where everyone is up to date on the latest that's happening in the games and just everything is soccer, soccer, soccer? It is impossible to get away from it from the moment you wake yeah. up because we're blocks with all of these fans, you're commuting with fans, you arrive with fans, you're every single place you go. Uh, people are talking, consuming, showing off who they are and who they support. So I was at the uh, fan festival for the Argentina-Saudi Arabia game. And, uh, you know, most of those fans were over at the stadium. But I can tell you the Mexican fans, in fact, were the loudest, seeing that they have mm -hmm. a apps take top spot and if they can get a result against Argentina. So it's been a very, very cool environment to be in and to uh, be submerged in. But by all accounts you cannot escape um, this incredible soccer party. So what's the plan then for the next couple of weeks? Is it just to take in multiple matches, go to some of the, um, you know, extracurriculars at night, just take in the full experience, I guess. Yeah. And, and finding time to have the balance of consuming all of the soccer things and all of the regular uh, touristy things that you can do in Qatar. Uh, we're on this little peninsula and, you know, surrounded by desert and it's very very interesting to see because every now and again you're reminded from being in this big modern city and as soon as we escaped it to go to one of the stadiums you're just crossing um a big new highway through desert and it's right absolutely bizarre to see so um i'm taking in uh, eight games all of the canada games and uh, the opener and a few others i can get my hands on uh, the days off i'm checking out the fan fest and all the act activations i spent probably about five or six hours at this immense fan festival uh, downtown. So you've got the games on, you've got all the sponsorship activations, you've got live pitches to play pickup, they've got stuff for kids. You know, when soccer's wow. not on, coverage isn't on, you are listening to whatever bands they have going on. Um, it, it's, it feels like the world's largest party. It's, it's, awesome. it's incredible. And I mean, it's exciting for, for you that you get this opportunity. I mean, it really is a once-in-a-lifetime type of um, opportunity. What's the feeling among Canada fans? I think, have we surpassed the point where, you know, we're not just happy to be there, that fans now are starting to believe that this team has a shot to surprise some people? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's clearly that belief there now. And I think when you start to see results like today with Saudi Arabia talk, uh, taking down Argentina, why can't we beat a Belgium? on the day? Why can't we go out and get a result against Croatia? Of course, I think we're all really hungry to see that first ever goal go in. I think that is going to mm -hmm. be a wonderful celebration regardless of the scoreline. But I think once we get past that, it is how are we finding a result so that we can extend our stay here as long as we can. Yeah, I think that Saudi Arabia match instilled some belief in a lot of clubs and Canada won't be immune to that. Now, um, have you been spreading the word of Forge? Have you been handing out some uh, Forge swag to, to some of the uh, the visitors? Yeah, I have been. And it's kind of funny just being a Canada soccer fan. You're almost a bit of a novelty for the regulars of a World Cup. So running <laughs> right. fans from Argentina and Wales and uh, all these other places, they're like, oh, you know, you're the first Canadian fan I've seen. And you get chatting in 
lines for merchandise or, you know, I was standing beside a, a Wales fan last night and we got talking, they're asking about, you know, who is your local team and mm. you know, where are they located? Would I know any of their players? So it's, you know, obviously an education process of letting them know that the Canadian Premier League is the league they should be paying attention to. But uh, I've been bringing along scarves and pins and jerseys just to hand out to fans who take that interest and, you know, it's it's wonderful to be able to celebrate some of that stuff and, and pass on merchandise to people who are who are very keen. Yeah, you're you're like a prophet messenger spreading the word of Forge all over the world, and and I, nothing less than that. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but you were behind the uh, Barton Battalion right during its infancy. Yeah, I got that uh, up and running uh, in 2016 with a small group of people who met in a pub and. We met with uh, the Tie Cats at the time, and they said, "Yeah, keep building whatever you want to build because soccer is happening and soccer is coming." So, I uh, had a lot of good runway in the years leading up to CPL kickoff. You know, it, it's interesting because when we talk about the sport in Canada, even if we just narrow it down to Hamilton, it, it over the last few years it is different. I mean even just walking with the dog and looking out and seeing forge hats and, and, you know, jackets. And it really, in a very short time, Hamilton has developed this kind of soccer identity that many people would have been surprised at, you know, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, and where I live in Hamilton, uh, I get, that's sometimes when I get the most amount of joy from my job is just people seeing, seeing people in merchandise on their own, embracing who we are and, uh, having us as a part of their lives. And, and that's, it brings me a, a lot of joy to see that happen. So I'm hoping that some of these fans that I'm meeting that have Forge gear, they're going to take that home and they're going to send me pictures from Portugal at their stadium or Wales or wherever it may be. Um, yeah. Well, James Hutton uh, from, from Barton Battalion to, to Forge employee to still employee, but now also enjoying some time in Qatar for the World Cup. So it's been quite the soccer journey over the last few years for you. And we're going to check in with you again the next time we talk. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about a Canada win, if not at least a Canada goal. I think that's what we're shooting for here. At the very least. Yes. All right. Well, enjoy. Don't have too much fun, but enjoy yourself. Brilliant. Thank you, Anthony. We are the Lord, the mighty, mighty Lord.